Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist Podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Ladies and gentlemen, it's season six, episode eight of the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist Podcast. We here. We here. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Yeah? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. We got, we're recording on a Monday, which is a little different for us, but uh, I, I think it's a good way to start the week. It is. MLK Day. Shouts out. This is how... We used to do things and things got a little crazy, but I think we're back to consistent Monday or Tuesday recording. That's it. We're on the march. We're on the march for Apple Podcasts to recognize us as a weekly podcast. They will. God damn it. And um, the only way we'll know is if Andreas tells us, so <laughs> let us know. <laughs> we're on the uh, march to 100 episodes. I think, I think this is 89 or 90. Well, we're getting close. All right. What happened last week? Uh, there was the UFC, first UFC event of the year, Saturday the 15th. Uh, Brian Kelleher, Court McGee, Brandon R., Caitlin Chikugin, and Calvin Cater all won a decision. All fighters we wanted to win. Yeah. Congratulations. We should have bet that parlay. Yeah. <laughs> parlay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we have to say we didn't watch the fights live and uh, thank God I guess God uh, just wasn't an exciting card too many decisions not enough people we care about and uh, made it worse when the commentators were they were really trying to sell this one really really hard I mean we watched the main event after it wasn't necessarily live but we watched it a little bit later and they were like fight of the year candidate already to start off the year and uh, i don't know it was a fucking awesome fight and brutal fight like yeah, they beat the shit out of each but other like, but fight of the calvin gator won man yeah it just maybe i would have thought it was a better card if they weren't saying how great it was yeah it was like i don't know they were selling it pretty hard whatever that's their jobs they getting paid to do that yeah, just like us right now, rolling in the big bucks. The big bucks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> MMA boo-boo, though. Oh, shit, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, this is like our f- First, number one fan segment. Yeah. Number one most requested fan segment, MMA boo-boo. We're going to get one for the uh, new year already. Might not have been fight of the year already, but there was definitely an MMA boo-boo in the main event. You got to look at, and we'll post it on Instagram, but if you if you're really rambunctious and want to Google it, look look at Giga Chikaze's face. Yeah, that, that whole thing was an MMA boo boo. Did you see? We spelled Giga G I G I. G I G A. G A G A. G I G A. Did you see the photo of Giga and Calvin in the hospital yeah. after? Yeah. Like Calvin's face is perfect. Yeah, his nose is a little red. Like <laughs> He's got a little whatevs. Rudolph nose action and that's it. Whatevs. Yeah. Good MMA boo-boo start. So, uh, what's happening next week, this week? Bellator, again, still doesn't have an event until the 29th. Shocking. But, there is UFC 270 this Saturday. Honestly, the literally only person we care about for the whole early prelims and regular prelims is Matt Steamroller Frivola. Best freaking nickname in the game. We know our boys is going to love that nickname, Steamroller. And there's also two title fights that we'll discuss more once we get to the top three. 
Wow, we're like ahead of schedule. Ooh, so we said in the last episode, our first episode of 2022, or the seventh episode of the year, that we're trying to get the whole intro done in under four minutes and 20 seconds. And we even got some left over time. We're trying to kill it right now to you match will it. Not, You All will right. not. You will not. All right, here we go. All right, I'm going to start off our top three of the week. This is weird because usually I'm well, much more versed with what I want to talk about for the top three and usually about these weird fucking niche things. I don't know shit about this, but e-betting is now legal in New York State. I don't really understand the whole sports book thing, why it was illegal for so long in New York. Why is it legal now? Should I go with Caesars or FanDuel or DraftKings? I don't know. It's, all, it's, it's a freaking brand new world of gambling from my cell phone at home and it's dangerous so dangerous uh, i'm excited to bet though i think i'll be good at with mma uh and here's my example my examples last week that i wanted to get this all done i thought that cater was gonna lose like all last week which everyone else did right according to the betting odds Giga yeah it was like by far the favorite yeah but i also didn't know the odds during the whole week i was just like i think he's gonna lose because we talked about it last week. Calvin Cater got his... He had one of the most historic beatdowns. He, he was on the receiving end of one of the most yes. historic beatdowns in UFC history just a year ago. And I'm like, man, that's not enough to come back, you know? But during the week, I watched uh, some of Giga's fights and I watched some of his, of Calvin's fights. And I'm like, dude, Calvin's a lot bigger. He's a lot more in your face. He puts a lot more pressure. And honestly, man, I like... G- Giga has like a kickboxing background. Right? He's from Glory and he fucking strikes super hard. He's one of those ruthless kickboxers. But I'm, I wasn't really impressed. I wasn't on the hype train. Yeah. There was a fucking legit hype train that Calvin derailed last week. And um, I think after all that and then finding out that Calvin Cater was plus 250, meaning you bet $100 and you you would win 250, which is pretty good for MMA odds. I was like, dude, I, I got to put fucking money on Calvin. And then I tried to download DraftKings, <laughs> but I, I, I just fucking got totally confused because... I have a DraftKings account apparently, but I set it up and then didn't realize that it was for fantasy. And I've like never done fantasy sports my entire fucking life. I don't get the fucking point of it at all. It's fantasy. What? Well, yeah, but why would you spend all that time doing it and then you don't even have the the fun to be like, oh, cool, I won money. I don't know. I guess people just like to have any sort of win. I guess whatever. So then, blah 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 blah. Then uh. I realized that you have to download the sports book. That's uh, the thing that got legal. So there's three different type of things that you could do. Fantasy, sports book, which is legit like live gambling, and then casino games. So some fucking sports, or some states rather, you could just fucking play casino games anywhere on your fucking phone. Isn't that crazy? This is, that's, that's a little bit too much. That's a little too much. So I have a little update. Um, I actually wound up downloading when I went to Billy's uh, new apartment, which is gorgeous, by the way. Uh, I downloaded the Caesar Sportsbook because oh. Billy said you should fucking do it because it's the best interface and they give you $300 to start. So this episode of Holding Hands and Throwing Fists uh, podcast is brought to you by Caesar Sportsbook. No, no, no. <laughs> Even though DraftKings sponsors all our fucking favorite other podcasts. Yeah, but that's why we got to yeah, go got, elsewhere. Yeah, separate. Yep. Yeah. So, so are you going to bet? 
on this week's fight. Uh, yeah, I already have $300 in credit and then I got to put some money in so then they'll match. I think they'll match you up to $1,000, which I was like, oh, that's $1,000 of free money, but I don't have $1,000 to put in right I now. I don't think you should do that. And then Billy, <laughs> Billy was telling me about how dangerous it is to just fucking have it on your phone all the time because what Billy likes, I forget what it's actually called. I think it's called promos here i'll look it up on my phone uh or like boosts or something but it's basically <coughs> ridiculous odds to tie together like three or basically parlays and stuff here oh it's called boosts that's what it is so and it's they like recommend yeah so like the boost for today the nfl boost is if the rams the lakers and the penguins all win today you win plus 800 that's like so fucking random it's three different sports <laughs> so and that that's where billy fucking puts his money all the time so right. you could judge me all you want babe uh but once i start doing prop bets i know you're gonna be like can i borrow your phone real fast because <laughs> when we figure out what color gatorade is gonna be dumped on the super bowl winning coach or what the over under is on the national anthem you you're true. gonna be pretty locked true. in i like that's that your shit. favorite i do like that shit a lot and i guess this is the third year this will be the third super bowl since we started holding hands and throwing fists so yeah i think yeah because whatever i think it's the third and we've Every single fucking year, we talk about the prop bets. So maybe this year you could bet on it and put your earnings towards our President's Day weekend Bellator road trip. That's it. Interesting. Cool. All right. Number two on our top three is we just told you that Caitlin Shakugan won her fight Saturday night, um, but apparently it was the last fight on her contract and the UFC have declined to offer her a new contract. So Dana was asked about it after the win and he was like, oh, that's not me. That's between McMaynard and her and like what gets sorted out. But it's like pretty unusual for a fighter to go into the last fight not knowing it's officially their last fight with the UFC or having that contract renewed and a few fights added on. Right now, Caitlin is on a three-fight win streak in the women's flyweight division, and her most recent losses were to Jessica Andrade and her title fight against Valentina. So, like, she's definitely a top-five fighter, but she's kind of boring, and she did lose to champions. So, I can kind of see why the UFC wouldn't be interested in keeping her. And... If I were Caitlyn, I'd be interested in going somewhere else. Like, she's obviously a great fighter. And maybe if she were in an organization that didn't have Valentina as the champ, she could be the champ. But Caitlyn keeps saying she like her preference is to stay with the UFC and she's still hoping they offer her a new contract. Caitlyn, girl, I just hope you, you make money. I just hope you make money and do your thing. You know, um, we're fans of Caitlyn Chikugan here on the Holding Hands Throwing Fist podcast. I've trained in the same room with her many times. Which is just fucking awesome. Yeah. She should be doing it, but she should be doing she she's like really fucking good at grappling too. I don't know why she's not on that whole like grappling kind of scene thing on UFC or Fight Pass or yeah. Underground or Flow Grappling or all these fucking things. So she you're can make some make extra money, money over but there. she's not doing that. So I don't know, just an interesting situation. So we'll keep you posted on what happens to uh George's girl, Caitlin. Our girl, Caitlin. Okay. All right, fine. All right. Uh rounding out the top three, we got this Saturday, two title fights. Brandon M., the current flyweight champion, is fighting uh, Figgy, Davison <laughs> Figueroa for the third time. That's like the most Billy thing that I do, by the way. What? Just his name. Just make like, oh, fudge yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the first fight was crazy close and exciting and was definitely a fight of the year candidate. <clears throat> and the fight actually ended in a freaking draw. 
So it totally made sense to book the rematch, and that was when Bren, Brandon M. submitted and completely dominated Figgy and won the flyweight belt uh, uncontested. So we're not really sure why they're running it back for a third time, other than that there just are not many competitors in the 125 division for really men or women. <laughs> so do you want to make your pick for that fight? I think Brandon's going to win again. Okay. Yeah. Same Z's. And I... And I not only like think he's gonna win I hope he wins but then we also have the heavyweight title fight between champion Francis Ngannou and interim champ Cyril Ghosn like truthfully both incredibly nice guys who deserve to be champ but this whole fight like I feel like we haven't heard anything about it like you had to remind me it was this upcoming weekend the UFC and Dana have like this weird relationship with Francis Gon shouldn't really be the interim champ because Francis wasn't like not fighting for so long that yeah. he needed someone to be holding the belt and active but here we are who do you want to win with this fight <laughs> I don't it know it would have been a good idea for you to like clear your throat before we started recording i'm sure this is really fun for our listeners i'm not i'm not coughing to too you. loud into the mic i'm trying to move the mic out of the way okay they can still hear it okay i'm sorry the I'm way sorry. i set the audio up yeah it picks it up okay <laughs> as i call you audio b yeah <laughs> um man i want i want francis and ghana to be like the biggest name in combat sports like i want him to get along with the ufc i want him to knock out cyril gone dead like i want him to be th- the Mike Tyson of MMA and I was so excited that he won and he beat Stipe last year even though Stipe's our boy and I know it still breaks your heart a little I bit no but like I want him to be this special fucking guy and really I think it's his management doesn't get along with the UFC at all so the UFC is like fuck them like I don't think it's a fuck Francis thing I think mm-hmm. it's like a fuck them kind of thing and Cyril Gon's good man he's really fucking good his whole thing is like so for our friends and listeners who may not know these two guys basically right they're both from well is Cyril Gon born and raised in France he's a Frenchman yes and Francis Ngannou is from uh Africa and emigrated to France and that's like where he started his MMA career so they used to train together back in the day so there's all this and back and forth because they used to train each other with each other and then they said they would never fight each other unless it's for a title and now it's the title and freaking uh gon's team released footage of them like kind of touch sparring like nothing too crazy but showing that like gon was getting the better of him and stuff I so there's all this weird back that. and forth shit yeah you're never supposed to re- release anything from the gym that's fucking crazy so i don't know basically it's Ngannou's power versus gon's tech technique right he's in the heavyweight division but he moves like a freaking you know, like someone who's much lighter and uh, someone who's way more nimble. So very technical, but we'll see what happens. I don't know. Who All do you, right. who want, do you want? I want Francis to win. Do you? Yeah, okay, I want cool. Dana and the UFC to eat their words and fucking have to support Francis as their champion. I know, Even but though they never supported Stipe, like. You tell me all the time the heavier weight divisions are like the money makers, right? It's always mm-hmm. like that in boxing, MMA, and yet they never support their heavyweight champ. It's like so wild to me. It is. It's weird. I think boxing is boxing, obviously, right? Like heavyweight boxing, you know, holding hands on fists is obsessed with because we freaking, I, I went to that whole revival <laughs> that yeah. started with Billy. <laughs> uh, but heavyweight MMA, there's, I don't know, there's just not. A bunch of great talent and i th- and it's also it's it fucking bummed me out because i was thinking about it recently that light heavyweight 
really used to be my favorite division. That's how I got into MMA. I've said this a million times on the podcast. But then John Jones came along and fucking that's actually my hot take and I need to write it down and really articulate it real well. All these guys in light heavyweight were around for like 10 years in the first 10 years of MMA in uh, the, the, the new millennia and freaking they all beat the shit out of each other in wars and John Jones came, uh, came along the young kid on steroids and beat all these guys that all beat each other. So everybody thinks John Jones is the goat because of that. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I think he came in and just cleaned up house after everybody was already destroyed. Yeah. So my other thing is that I just think that light people who are at the light heavyweight and heavyweight classes they could make mad money in the nfl or fucking get in shape and play basketball or do all these other things but go fight where like bantamweight is incredible because there's not much for in terms of professional sports that 135 pound guy could do besides fight in mma and that's why it's fucking insane you true um are we even buying this pay-per-view like what the fuck dude that is a fucking good question because they raised the fucking prices to 74.99 espn fuck you ridiculous i'm sorry this card is not fire it's not fire and i don't know if it's worth 74.99 are we are we not gonna buy it we didn't talk about this we'll we'll have to see what happens i I think we gotta fucking start a goddamn freaking sports book thing or yeah i I gotta bet on the early prelims to see if we can afford (laughs) pay-per-view or start a freaking gofundme that's a great idea um i did want to stick with something though because we do like to shout out the not as popular fights or not as popular dudes but uh people who are still awesome nonetheless and dudettes obviously but mosfar elowev is fighting Ilya Taporia on the undercard and they're combined 26 and 0 and someone's always got to go oof I think one is 15 and 0 and one is 11 and 0 um Elohev beat Hakeem Dawadu in his last fight which we saw uh I forget what fucking card it was on I had it all pulled up but I lost it mm. and Taporia uh, in his last fight he beat Ryan Hall if you remember that when he just like uh ryan kept trying to do his thing his roly-poly thing mm. and Taporia just caught caught him and beat the fuck out of him on the ground um so i'm really excited for this fight and i've been watching uh Taporia highlights now on on youtube and i'm, I'm a big fan i'm, I'm hoping he could do it uh, i don't know too much about most of our old, old uh, lof but whatever i'm gonna go i'm gonna root for Ilya because i see he's from germany and that's pretty rare you went to germany yeah so i was in germany with you Hey! Anything else you want to tell the people, babe? No. Why don't we get to that PTI rundown? (laughs) I still need to fucking pull it in. Fucking put it in! (laughs) Marab injured his clavicle. No surgery needed. Babe, tell him to get better soon. Dang it, Marab, get better. Jake Paul said he made forty million dollars in twenty twenty one, uh, just from boxing. You believe that? I sure do. Over under 15, the amount of listeners we average every week in 2022. God, under. <laughs> Jesus, I think, I think I'm going to go over. Conor McGregor and Henry Cejudo going back and forth on Twitter beef. Have you seen any of it? No. So cringe versus cringe. Like, why? Yeah. Why? What? Why? NFL playoffs this weekend. Who you got? The winners. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You see, maybe you want my help betting now, yeah. don't you? <laughs> this episode was brought to you by The Gap. Thanks for paying the bills for the past few years. This fucking Bud Light Seltzer has not. <laughs> but I'm out. Later. Later.